Facilities 5 and Dime, presented by Smart Church Solutions. Time is precious, so thank you for taking some of yours to learn alongside us. At Smart Church Solutions, we focus on your facility so you can focus on your mission. Welcome to week three of our COVID-19 content, affectionately known as We Need Tacos. So we are now in a new normal, at least this week's version of the new normal. Tomorrow, it's probably going to change. Uh, sometimes it changes day uh, throughout the day. What can be the normal and uh, what we're supposed to do in the morning may be different than what we're supposed to do in the evening. This can make it feel, and it is, a bit disconcerting for many of us, and especially for those of us who've got kiddos uh, or just people who like structure. It's hard to explain, okay, this is what we can do today, and now we can't. What we can remember, though, is that we are all in this together. We're not alone. You are not alone. If you're hearing this podcast, if you're listening to my voice, I'm with you. Everyone who is downloading and listening to this, we're all in this together. And God is still in control. This did not take him by surprise. He didn't wake up one morning and go, oops, didn't know that was coming. He did. He's got a plan, and we can rest in that fact. We can choose to rest in that fact. See, we have a choice. We have a choice to to feed the fear that, quite frankly, is surrounding all of us to some degree. Uh, We can feed that. We can fall prey to that. We can fall victim to that. Or we can find and seek joy. Joy in all that we can. Joy in our, albeit enforced, opportunity to lose some of the distractions of uh, this modern world and focus on our loved ones Um, or to find the joys, find the new ways to experience community together, to gather together. Uh, These uh, video sharing platforms, you know, play things like um, Slack and, and go to webinar, go to meeting, uh, zoom, uh, all these companies like that and provide these services, it's allowing us to still remain connected. And that's very important. Keeping connected, not only with your family and your loved ones, but with your team, with your coworkers, especially if you're working from home, if you're not used to working from home, we need this connection. And even for service and gathering together for worship, small groups, not just services, but think about your small group gatherings, your discipleship gatherings. We can use this technology, and that's the beauty of this day and age that we live in, that we can do that. So for the next two weeks, as we're going through, um, remember CDC recommendations on the type of humor to share, inside jokes, and as we're sheltering in place, remember, even if you're an introvert, you still need people. God designed us to be social, to reach out, to support each other. A text message, a phone call, a, hey, how you doing? Not not an email, but a text message, something personal, something that says, hey, I'm reaching out. Do that. Meet as often as you need. Be intentional about it. Just like our facility requires intentional interaction for proper life cycle management, you know, we'd get something like that in. We do as well. And self-confession here. I got to be honest with y'all. I don't always trust airs. I think they're up to something. In case you haven't figured it out, I enjoy telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. With social media today, finding amusing posts and feeds, it's not that hard to do. We can find it. It's out there. In fact, that's what many of us do when we're supposed to be, quote, working, right? Uh, and sharing a 
sharing what makes us laugh, man, that can help us connect further. We can find the humor. We can allow people to see the fun stuff. And it probably also helps us to know who to avoid because some of those senses of humor are out there. So regardless, communicating, connecting, we need to be intentional with our coworkers, our teammates, our family. We need to be intentional about this. And for those of you that are still able to perform work in your facility, we want to encourage you here at Smart Church Solutions and remind you of some practical steps that you can undertake in some potential projects. Obviously, with the reduction of events, many of the facilities are going to be need to be winterized. Uh, in essence, you're not going to be as active as you were planned, uh, and many of us are having to shut doors uh, for an unknown length of time. So that means our building is not going to be used the way it typically is, so it's an opportunity that we can winterize, we can prep the facility, uh, get it ready for the, the, the short term of disuse so that we are prepared when we are able to return to operations and to do that and, and are ready to go. So when we talk about winterizing uh, here at Smart Search Solutions, we kind of look at it from a top-down approach. And, and what I'll talk today, I will give you many um, things to consider. And if you want, uh, we even have a, a checklist we can send you. You can email us at that info at Smart Church Solutions. We've got a simple checklist we'll send to you that you can do and, and winterize your facility. Because, again, it's about practical ways to be an effective facility steward. That's what we're about. So we want to make sure you have the stuff to do. Uh, so start with your roofs, right? Top down. That's generally the highest point in our facilities. Start with our roofs. Uh, if you've got accessible flat roofs, being safe, go out there and Remove any debris, especially around the roof drains. I can't tell you how many times I've been on roofs and seen the swimming pools that they were creating. Uh, maybe it was the open-air baptistry, uh, but really it was just a clogged roof drain in the middle of a flat roof. Um, make sure those drains are free and clear. Check the scuppers. Make sure those are free and clear. And if you don't know what a scupper is, um, you need to learn because anytime you can use scupper in conversation, it sounds cool. Let's face it. You know, oh, yep, I was out there and checked the scuppers. It sounds cool, but that's there. It goes through, and, and the water drains off the flat roof many times, goes out into a, um, a drain pipe there on the side of the building. But we need to make sure all that stuff is free and clear of debris and other things. Because uh, if we're not in the building, if they get blocked, water builds up, starts leaking, we may not find it in enough time. Uh, that also means if you find any debris or loose items on that flat roof, go ahead and take those off. Clean off that roof, because in a big windstorm, we don't want that stuff flow, uh, flying around. Um, so walk the perimeter, check the coping, check the flashings, repair or, or note any repairs that you may need done or need, may need to call a professional to come and do. For those that have shingled roofs uh, or you know non-flat roofs, maybe standing seam metal roofs, you're just doing a good visual check. If you can fix anything, if you've got any loose shingles or obvious damage that needs to be patched or repaired, go ahead and knock that out. Check your fascia, check all your gutters, your downspouts. Again, we're looking for operation, make sure they're clear, attached. Make sure in decent enough shape so that regardless of whatever weather we get during this downtime, it's operating the way it should. As we come down off the roof, let's take a look at the windows. You know, the windows are uh, very important with our facilities. Most of us have them, right? <laughs> uh, so from the outside, you know, look for loose trim or areas that need to be recalked uh, and repair them as needed. If you've got shutters on your building, some buildings do. Make sure that they're fully adhered. Um, if you've got any broken panes and you can repair and replace those panes, uh, go ahead and do that. If, if 
companies in your area, like glass companies are still working, still able to work, you know, give them a call, replace the big sections of windows. Uh, even if it's not exactly the right color uh, or stuff, at least get it patched, fixed. If you can't replace the glass, protect the window, cover it up with cardboard, ply not cardboard, cardboard's not really, 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 Nathan? Okay, yeah, cover it up with plywood, something rigid that secures your facility, keeps it safe. Um, and on the inside, you know, check check the windows, make sure the window coverings, if they got it, are functioning, that they're not broken, replace as needed, and make sure they can lock and make sure they are locked. Um, a lot of times we don't think about checking the windows, but let's let's do that. Again, with, with many of our places, our facilities being empty, we got to make it as secure as possible because there are always knuckleheads out there. And uh, to whoever stole my copy of Office, I will find you. You have my word. Inside the facility, you should also check uh, all your emergency exit lights and emergency lighting. If there's an issue, um, that would require you to come back to the building in the event of emergency. It'd be nice to have power, especially, you know, lighting, especially if it was because of loss of power. It's always good to know that a function stock up on those extra batteries as we need. Uh, check and replace and buy extra batteries for flashlights. Maybe add additional flashlights into areas, uh, especially um, our critical areas by the entrance way so that if the light's out and maybe the lights aren't working, we, we know we've got some, some light. Uh, and, you know, because four out of five people admit that they're bad at fractions, uh, but that doesn't mean that the rest of us should be in the dark. Next area uh, to consider are your mechanical rooms. Uh, one, make sure if you've got any equipment in inside or interior mechanical rooms that require drainage or any type of drain, now's the time to check to make sure that drain and that uh, U-bend is actually there, attached, functioning, and that it goes to the drain and that the drain is unobstructed and actually allows for flow. And hopefully, since you've had some time, you've been cleaning out your mechanical rooms of all the uh, stuff that's stored in there over the years. Not that churches do that all the time. But now that they're empty, and hopefully we've got that required, that OSHA required 36 inches of clear space in front of all our electrical panels and cutoffs, now's the time to make sure that's there. Because, uh, again, in the event of emergency, we have to access that equipment. This is also... A good time to make sure all the bulbs in the mechanical rooms function and add additional lighting in the mechanical room if you need it. I don't know why these aren't lit up as bright as possible all the time, but many times I go in and there's a, a bare bulb hanging from the ceiling in this mechanical room, and uh, which does, does wonders if you want to have a Scooby-Doo experience, but it's not very helpful for trying to fix and make sure stuff is working. And if you're in an area that's still at risk for freezing temperatures, you know, if you need to place some supplemental heaters in there that can turn on and we can set a timer, it gets, you know, to a certain degree, it'll bump up and turn on and, and keep that, keep those uh, water lines and stuff in that area from freezing. Um, we, we don't want to know that we have an issue because uh, water has flowed out of our facility. And also, when we consider these mechanicals, it's worth mentioning at this time, you know, HVAC set points. If you haven't already, make sure your set points are set uh, as wide as possible, meaning uh, that they are turned down or turned up or, or not operating. Because obviously, if you're not there, you don't need to be heating and cooling to comfort levels your facility. But you don't want to turn them completely off in most cases. You do want some of that fresh air, that exchange. Um, you do want them to move a little bit, but we just don't need to, again heat and cool it down to comfort level and uh you know what rhymes with boo and stinks lou no not that guy you work with i mean the lou restroom room of comfort water closet privy ven latrine netty dunny house of office or the lavatory i know i know potty humor is a limited endeavor 
But hey, the fixtures in our restrooms, they perform better when they are used. With limited events occurring in your restrooms, they're going to need prepping for an extended time of disuse. Now is the time to make sure all your toilet and urinal cutoffs and sink cutoffs perform correctly. Make sure they work. Replace the ones that don't. Uh, don't get the ones with washers. You know, get the, the ones that uh, with a ball valve uh, because washers wear out. That's what, what fails many times in those multi-turn faucets. So you want those quarter-turn cutoffs. Um, you know, now's the time. People aren't there, so we can cut the water off to the building and replace them. Um, so uh, there's also a lot of um, um, drains in restrooms. Uh, might be a good time to make sure those are working and, and check them regularly. Um, and, you know, determine if you're going to be shut down for multiple weeks, it might be a good idea to shut off the water to all the fixtures in a restroom, uh, just in case, if you're not going to use it. And if you're going to keep the water connected, that's fine. Just have a plan for going in and exercising the, uh, the urinals and the potties, making sure they work and checking them. Uh, cause we, again, burst pipes and everything. That's not fun to walk into. If you've got kitchens. There's some additional considerations, you know, gas cutoff valves or any, any appliance that has gas to include your HVAC. If you're not running it, if you do have to turn it off or you're turning off some of it, your boilers, uh, but especially in kitchens, if we, especially if you got that always on pilot light, uh, so your kitchen appliances, your, your stoves, uh, burnt, um, maybe water heaters, anything again, always on pilot light consider, okay, do we need it on? If we don't need it on, if we're not going to use it, we don't need hot water. Can we shut it off that way again? If we have a failure in the piece of equipment, we don't have gas filling up our area. So, again, and if you do turn off any of your appliance, and again, that's to your judgment. You know your facility and your use better than anybody. Make sure, make a note which ones you have and where they are so it makes relighting and remembering what you have to relight pretty um, simple as possible. Um, and I've always wondered, you know, if two vegans get into a fight, is it still appropriate to say they have beef? Um, so... Let's also think about offices and, and other spaces. Now's the time if we can unplug it and turn off all those non-essential electronic devices, let's do that. This includes the power strips. Again, why are we putting power or potential of power to any device that we're not going to need for the next several weeks? Um, and the stuff that we need and might need to access intermittently, it's okay to take a little extra time to turn them on. Uh, so don't forget those screens in the hallway, the, the display screens, and even your water fountains. You, that has, should have a water cutoff, and you could unplug it. Again, cut the water to it, cut the power to it. You're not using it, so uh, there you go. And everything that we unplug, that, that removes the potential for them being damaged in a, in a power surge. And as a friend said to me the other day, what rhymes with orange? So I told him, no, it does not. Uh, so finally, check the perimeter of your facility at the ground level, right? Check all your exterior lighting, make sure it works. Um, maybe limit the number of working entrances into your facility, so we can take up extra entrance matting so it doesn't blow away, blow around. Check our sprinkler systems, our water faucets, our exterior outlets. Make sure they're secure, that they're uh, protected. Uh, and we should also check all our doors, make sure they lock and, and they work correctly and lock appropriately and can be secured. Again, making sure stuff works if we're not going not gonna to have the same number of people around the facility all the time. And the same thing goes with our vehicles. Uh, we need to runnerize the vehicles and, in essence, make sure they're all, all the fluids are correct and, and, you know, tires and wipers and everything are correct and potentially add a locking gas cap and park them. You know, a lot of times we park our vehicles off far away from our facility, put them where they're highly visible. Again, you're not using them all the time. So, and you don't have all the people in your parking lot. So it makes more sense to get them closer to the facility. So if, if you've ever tried to eat a clock, you know, it can be time consuming. Uh, but this list 
And this process does not have to be. If you're facing that potential shelter-in-place order, we recommend starting soon on these items. If you're already in it, and if you can make it work and do it legally, go for it. Uh, however, remember your joy and where your hope resides. After all, for many of us several weeks ago, if our boss said to have a good day, we would have gone home. Uh, now we're all here. We're going to adjust to new things daily, but we do not have to lose our humanity. We are all created in his image. We can choose to reach out, support each other, love each other, and pray for each other. Together, we can and will come out through this, just as some of us who already worked from home and find ourselves with our spouses and kids now working and learning from home found out uh, that apparently it's not cool to make comments about all the new hires around the kitchen coffee pot. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because my wife is looking at me through the glass office door. Uh, but seriously, folks, stay safe, stay nice, stay strong. See you next time. The Facilities Five and Dime podcast is presented by Smart Church Solutions. For more information, head on over and check us out at smartchurchsolutions.com. We appreciate your time with us on this episode and subscribe to receive notifications when the newest content drops. We are here for you and you can always reach us at info at smartchurchsolutions.com.